Hey, Grace. Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back to the best. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Back to the Best. I'm David. And I'm Grace, and this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as The Best Times. To all our first-time listeners, welcome. To all our former besties returning, welcome back, and a very Merry Christmas to all of you. Merry Christmas. Grace, I keep getting texts from people who are seeing your face out there for Cameo. Oh my God. I guess it's still, I mean, not that they said there was ever going to be like a stop time to it, but I think it's still playing because I got one too. One of our friends texted me and she's not on social media. So she didn't, I think she meant this as a joke, but she was like, oh my God, what? And then she was like, and are you pregnant? She was so confused. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, first of all, definitely not. She was like, I kind of thought it would be strange that you chose iced tea for the person that you would have reveal? Before it would have been strange. Now it's expected. Oh, now it's fully expected. Any milestone in my life, I'm going to just go to Ice-T and say, hey, can you make this announcement? Honestly, the money we're going to waste on Cameo just for Ice-T. But is it a waste? No. It's never a waste it's never with Ice-T. <laughs> um, besides the fame and the fortune, how um, is your week going? My week is good. Um, you know, just we're in a, we're in lockdown officially, I did think. Did you get that? Did you get the um like the alert on your phone this morning? Oh, so my phone went, but I didn't I didn't see what it had said. Was it any something different? Pretty much everything we know. I screenshotted it. Emergency alert, state of California. New public health stay-at-home order in your area. COVID-19 is spreading rapidly. Stay home except for essential activity. Wear a mask, keep your distance, and visit covid19.ca.gov. So here's my thing. Sure. They're saying stay home, but then everything is open. Like everything's open. (laughs) But restaurants you can still get takeout from. You can still get takeout. Everything is open. Like my work is still open and Lord knows we are not, not essential in any way. So for them to say, accept essential businesses, that makes no sense. I've also, cause you are in an area that I've heard has been very against any kind of shutdown. They measures. definitely are, but it wouldn't be their choice. Like it would True. be the companies because we, the, the company that I work for is literally all over the United States. True. But in California, we have multiple different um, locations. And you've just been all over working. Oh my God. I've literally areas. been working everywhere. You all move over the somewhere, place. they close. You move somewhere, they close. But they just don't seem to want to close this time, which that someone who works with me made a post and he was like, we're in another lockdown, but we're still open. I don't know. Like it's, <laughs> it's they're so like, true though. they're literally telling everyone to stay home. And like you just said, it says, except for essential workers or essential businesses, this is not essential, like in any way. And we're, and they're still keeping it open. So I don't, I don't well, think they're helping themselves at all. As long as you stay safe. I'm staying safe. I'm always, always wearing my mask. I'm wearing Good. gloves at work, the whole Good. thing. Good. We've been fine. It's just so strange to hear that they say stay home except for essential businesses and yet everything is still open. Yeah. 
So they're, they really don't mean that. They're not going to help the COVID cases. No. And you guys, can you all way. just, everyone just please stay home. We're trying to vlog next year. We're trying to vlog next year. Listen, if everyone just stays home for a bit, like I know that England just got out of their lockdown and I've heard their numbers were better. I haven't done extensive research, but. Oh no. Oh, I brought up England. You brought up England? You guys, did everybody hear about the queen's dog? (laughs) Guys, Vulcan, the queen's dog has passed away, leaving only one royal pup left in the family. Candy. Good old Candy is hanging in there. <laughs> David sent me a text. No, listen, here's how it went. I think I, I, think yeah, I we have need to, to prove that this is not just a bit we do for the podcast. This is just no. actually what we are like. This is, this is exactly what we were like. We had no intention of sharing this here. David texted me on Friday at 1.56 p.m. He said, in all caps, <laughs> take us seriously. Queen Elizabeth's dog died. Are you okay? And I responded, of course, also in all caps. And I said, no, no, don't tell me that. No. David said, there is now only one royal pup. Damn you, 2020. (laughs) I said, I hate you, 2020. And then I said, Dave, not to change the subject, but I said yes to the dress. So at the exact time, I had chosen my wedding dress. And then this awful news broke about Volcom. I mean... I think that it was Vulcan spirit helping you pick a dress. It was. Vulcan knew which dress was right for me, and he was. <laughs> you guys, we love the royal family. We're still we fingers them. crossed that in 2022, when Grace and I both turn 30, we can do a trip to London. We won't. That is totally on our bucket list. We, David and I talked on the phone later that day, you know, to check in, to see how both yeah. of us were feeling. I was walking As Cora. Friends. Well, Cora was really agitated and David brought up the good point that it's probably because of the, the queen's dog dying. Like she they, knew. They say dogs know when something's wrong. They do. They know. And I actually, <laughs> David, I was like, this is one of those moments where if people could just hear <laughs> our conversation, but we're just very, we're very caring people towards the, the queen and the royals. Amen. Amen. Uh, how do we come back from this? How do we come back? Um, 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 I watched Sarah Paulson's new movie on Hulu. Oh, what was it? What what is it? It's, I'm blanking on the name of it, but it's on Hulu. It's like the first thing because anything with Sarah Paulson is good. So it's like the first thing when you open up Hulu. But it's kind of, do you remember the show? Um, I'm blanking on everything with, um, the show where the girl was like, raised by her mom like thinking she was sick and she wasn't really sick what is the name of that show i don't know if i saw it well you I don't, did you ever get hulu no we still don't have Hulu. i mean we had hulu and then we got rid the of act hulu. the act it's kind of the similar act. to the act oh that yes okay anyway i don't know if that helped us bounce back or not but now we're on a new subject i know you guys were just still getting in the christmas spirit hanging in here staying home but also not staying home and just recovering from the news about Vulcan. Mm-hmm. We are, though, if you're following us on Instagram, and hello to our seven new followers. I know. My God. We are blowing up this holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we really uh, just blossom guys. in the holidays. 
we are still doing, because we promised we would do it every day, we're doing a BTTB 25 Days of Christmas, where we're doing TikTok and Instagram Reels, celebrating a Christmas movie every day from the 90s to 2000s, and giving a fun fact about it. Yeah, I've honestly really enjoyed it. Me too. Because it's good, and it's it's fun that we get to learn new things about these movies. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm a TikTok champion You're and a TikTok, a TikTok um, instructor. I can teach you how to TikTok if you want. I'm kind of surprised that it's, we're a weekend and you haven't been inspired yet to get your own TikTok account. I'm not kidding. I had a dream that I was making myself a TikTok. I just remembered there was a part of my dream where I was making myself a TikTok and I don't remember what else happened. Sounds like a great dream though. It was. It was pretty good. Honestly, it was a good dream. Um, it's going to happen. You know, I truly... I can't say it enough every stinking week, but I'm just so busy with like wedding planning things and ordering stuff. And now trying to find everybody Christmas gifts online is like a oh whole other God. struggle. I, I mean, everyone order your gifts now. Order them now. I ordered two things for Tim yesterday and they're not, one of them is not going to get here till like the 20th. Oh no. I know. Luckily At least it's in time. time. At least it's in time. I'm yeah. like, we can't even discuss Tim's birthday gift that still is not here. It's still not? It is still not here. And Tim's mom, if nobody knows this story, I ordered Tim, he already knows what it is, a really cool Bluetooth helmet. He has an e-bike. And I ordered it on the 3rd of November. I messaged the seller to see if it would come by his birthday. The guy said yes, and it is still not here. So, Mm. you know, we're still waiting on it. But the seller emailed because it's on Tim's mom's Amazon account, that he's going to give me a 5% discount. I'm going to get a mean $7 back. Wow. $7 to me. I'm just raining in the cash at this point. Honestly, it's like everyone saw the Cameo commercial. They (laughs) saw the Cameo commercial and they're like, we might as well just throw money at her. Just throw it. Oh, but yes, oh. order your stuff, you guys. Things are, and, and you know what? If you order something for someone and it doesn't say that it's going to arrive on time, I think we all need to practice forgiveness. We all need to be forgiven. means more than saying sorry. Are you sorry? <laughs> <laughs> because listen, it's not everything's going to arrive on time and we have to be okay with that. We do. It's just the year of Lord knows what's going on. Lord knows what's going on. And Lord knows, was there any news this week? Mm. I don't think I even screenshotted anything and sent it to you. No, I don't think you did either. I mean, the biggest news was the queen's dog. Oh, Grace, we got out of that rut. Now we're back in it. I don't know. I needed something to say. Give me a shovel. We need to dig ourselves out of this hole. Oh, my God. You guys, we have to move along quickly. David is currently, I see tears welling up in his eyes. Oh my God, he's taking a drink of something in a sparkly cup and we have to move along. It's water. It's just water. It's trying to stay hydrated in 2020. Okay. Do you think we should just go right to the birthdays because we just don't know? I think we should go right to the birthdays with a warning that some kind of news probably will pop into our head and we'll just go back to this later. Um, Downtown Disney's not having restaurants open anymore, but that's kind of went with what we already said earlier with everything closing. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was news. I screenshotted that to you. You did screenshot it to me. Because we also on the same phone call about poor, poor Vulcan, we discussed- if we should make a reservation because Carthay Circle is a restaurant in California Adventure downtown or in Disneyland that they're making part of downtown Disney. 
And whenever I looked to see if there were reservations, they were full until the end of January. And now they're going to get pushed back even farther. So I, I had said to Grace, I was like, should we just hope that things will be better at the end of January and just make a res? But now you can't. Now you can't. Did we talk Honestly, about our, our, our this? I was just going to say, no. We joined Spotify, I guess, over whenever we kind of first started. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why we didn't check this last year. We checked. We, we have a Spotify wrapped just like everyone else. We do. And our followers just on Spotify went up 200% this year. So hello to all of you. And thank you for listening to us on Spotify. And this one really did blow my mind. We have been heard in 27 countries. That's really cool. I would love to know, like how and what countries well when we went live that one time we met that girl from germany oh that's right that was really fun that was really fun hey if you happen to be listening to this episode um dm us if you listen from a different country we would love to know that'd be really fun to find out so i think that's real i mean i can't think of any other news i don't i really don't let's just move on let's move on if we think of something we'll come back okay starting out the list the one and only Jay-Z celebrated his birthday. You what, saw this him. Last week. I did. And you know what? I was talking about this story a couple days ago because a friend of mine asked, like we were just cleaning at work because my hands are falling apart from the amount of cleaning products we've been using because of, you know, COVID. And he, we, he was asking like, who was the, who's the most famous person I've ever encountered in sure. Los Angeles? And I said, Beyonce and Jay-Z because they came to my work once. Very, very nice. Jay-Z was very nice. Super chill dude. Uh, Was Beyonce just perfect? Beyonce was perfect. The first time she entered the room, I wasn't, I didn't see, like I wasn't looking at her. I was doing something else and I heard her voice and I I was like, oh my God. Like, because I heard Beyonce's voice with my own ears and then I looked and there she was. And you guys, this brings us back. There was a bit of news. Oh, Dolly Parton said that she would love for Beyonce to to do her own version of Jolene. Oh my God, Beyonce would kill it. She said she said in some statement, I don't know where she said this, but that she thinks that the way Jolene could come back and like top the charts again is if and only if Beyonce recorded it. Okay. Where I I would listen to it. I'd listen to the heck out of it. It's so good. even Miley's version, mm. so good, so so mm-hmm. good. Um, the next birthday on the list is. Eve herself, Miss Tyra Banks. Eve's great. No matter where (laughs) she she goes, dress her up from her head to her toes. I always think of butter when I think of Tyra Banks because she eats the butter. (laughs) It it will never leave my mind when she eats that butter. Uh, That's such a good movie. It's so good. The next person is someone who we hold near and dear and we love... Love, 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 love. Not necessarily a 90s to 2000s person, but I couldn't not put him in here. It's Walt Disney. Oh, well, definitely 90s to 2000s. He's, Look at all those Walt he's, Disney movies. Yeah. He's every, because didn't he die before that time? Yeah, 1966. That's what I thought. Oh, Walt. I know. He didn't. The longevity in that. Don't even get me started on the longevity in the Disney family. It's not good. Oh, you guys. I went to the Disney family farm. You did. You're a part of the Disney family's farm. The Disney- <laughs> not, the, I, not the Disney family. You're part of their family farm. <laughs> I wrote my name in Walt's barn. Oh, that is so special. We love Walt. 
<laughs> I meant that seriously. That's a special thing. <laughs> David found that it's really so funny. special. It is. Are you going to tell me that it's not special? No, it's super special. Yeah, that's what I thought. He had a great barn. Great barn, Walt. Great barn. The next one, Ian Summerhalder. How far are you in the Vampire Diaries? How You're is it be, going? I'm only oh, in no. season two. I started off so strong and I'm slowing up because other shows started coming back. That's fair. Do and you like hurt. it still? I do. I need to get back to it actually. Yeah. So I'm just going to sign show. off. Oh, right now? Yeah, I have to get back to the Vampire Diaries. <gasps> Speaking of, this is not new news at all, but it's new news <gasps> to me. I never knew that Nina Dobrev got arrested. For what? For flashing people on a freeway. <laughs> That's so Nina. She texted me yesterday and she was like, I feel like flashing someone today. And I was like, Nina, no, we got arrested said, once. Like, her and four other girls and a camera guy from Vampire Diaries all got arrested. Like their mugshots are online if you Google it. And oh they tried gosh. to they tried to say that they were filming for the show, but clearly they weren't because they got arrested. Nina, had I known at the time that her and I were close, <laughs> I would have asked how she was doing after that. I didn't know that though. Yeah. What a scandal. I can't wait till our first arrest. I never want to be arrested. I can't I could, even joke. Uh, we would never handle it. We would never, we would crumble if they, <laughs> how's Aunt Becky doing? She's still making friends. You guys, we keep coming up with news as this we're going on. This is how it works. This is how it works. <laughs> this week, I think it was today, to, we're filming this on Tuesday, recording this on Tuesday. Olivia Jade finally gave her first interview on <gasps> Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Talk Table, and apparently they asked her all about the scandal. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Olivia is the one who had the YouTube channel. Because there's yes. she has two daughters, right? Yeah. <gasps> Have you seen it yet, the interview? Not yet. I just like read some Ooh. of the quotes from it, but I haven't watched it. I wanna I wanna find out exactly what she says. I'm actually really curious because she lost all of her sponsorships. All of them. By uh, Sephora. By Sephora. No more Sephora. No more Sephora. Who's anyway, <laughs> the last one we have on the list, it's a good one to end it on. It is the best friend to the actress who I received my cameo from, Raven Simone. That's so Raven. It's a future she can see. That's so Raven. It's so <laughs> mysterious to her. I don't know how to turn it. Because <laughs> usually she says it's so mysterious yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That was probably really loud. If you need to cut that out, you can, because I felt it in my eardrums. You're editing, so it's up to you. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, Raven. That's so Raven. That's so Raven. And I mean, let's, lest we forget her Cheetah Girls. Oh, my God. Uh, she's Dorinda, right? That was her name? Galinda. I Dorinda was Sabrina Bryan. What's Sabrina Bryan's name? I could be totally wrong. Oh, yeah. She was... Galleria. Gal I was going to say Gabriella. Galleria. That's Sa right. Sabrina Bryan was Dorinda. Adrian was Chanel. And Keely mm -hmm. was Aqua. Aqua. Oh, well, happy birthday to everyone. Um, should we just say happy birthday? Because you can't hear us sing together. Yeah, maybe just like a quick like, happy birthday happy to you. Happy birthday to you. That was good. That was really nice. <laughs> these sirens. I, with the headphones and these mics, I didn't know if the sirens were there or here. I think they're here. Yeah, well, now they're, they're there. Gone. They're there. You guys, today we're going to focus on a very rare situation where this is the sequel to a movie. And in a lot of people's opinion, it's the better of the two. Mm -hmm. 
that does not always happen. I mean, it very rarely happens. They're both incredible. But today we're talking about Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Oh, Kevin. I have something to say immediately. Oh, please. Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 33%. That cannot be right. Is that an actual joke? IMDb gave it a 6.8, so let's go with that. Let's go with that. What in the world? I'm clicking on this percentage. Okay, the audience gave it a 61%, but the tomato meter. You know what? We're done with Rotten Tomatoes. They're rotten. I'm never looking at this again. This is, okay. Oh, a lot of the things are saying it's much more violent. Okay. I see that. I mean, so yes, yes, Kevin McAllister chucks bricks at Marv's head. Yes, a doctor was asked in real life and said it would have caused severe brain damage. But was it funny? Yeah, it was really funny. So like, back off, everybody. Back off. Back off, Rotten Tomatoes. You're rotten. One year after Kevin McAllister was left home alone and had to defeat a pair of bumbling burglars, he accidentally finds himself stranded in New York City. And the same criminals are not far behind. Yeah, you guys, um, they're back. And I think, so Tim and I watched Home Alone and then Home Alone 2, like I think a day apart. And I really noticed how much Harry and Marv came into their characters in the second movie. Like, mm-hmm. in the first one, Marv was much more normal. And in this one, he was off his rocker. I mean, granted, yeah. they had gotten, they had broken out of prison. So prison, I've heard, will change you. But they are That's nuts That's what we hear. We will one. never experience it, as we've said. We will never go to jail. Never, never. We, if there's two people that would not do well in jail. <laughs> we want to make I. it. We, we would, would not make it. We, <laughs> I would instantly need, um, like, just all my comfort items. I would need to be talking to people. I would not make it. <laughs> I would need a that, or we'd come out with tons of friends. That's true. What a way to put a positive spin on it. You know what's another positive thing? Tell me. Macaulay Culkin made four point five million dollars <laughs> to star. I in mean, this. I mean, when I saw that, how, okay, he ha- he was a little kid in this movie, and he, he was a millionaire. He was 11. It was the biggest salary ever for an 11-year-old. Yeah, at I'd that say. Time. I wonder what it is now. So who would be um, what other 11? Oh, probably like Daniel Radcliffe or like any of the Harry Potter. Oh, people. that's so true. That is so so true. Or like Hillary Duff. I don't know if you guys saw Lizzie McGuire. Oh, I don't know if you ever heard of it, Lizzie McGuire. She probably made like 10 million per episode. Oh yeah. So as David summarized in this movie, Kevin gets lost again. Kevin. They go to the airport. You know what? It's an easy mistake. They're really, really late. Why? They woke up late. Their alarm clocks didn't go off. They get in the car. They get to the airport. They're running, literally running through the airport. There is a man who has the exact same trench coat on as as Mr. McAllister. Kevin gets confused and follows that guy. He gets confused. What's the kid to do? I mean, this blew my mind. It always does rewatching it. When he gets to the gate and he runs into the gate, the um, agent there at the gate and she drops all the tickets and like can't find his, this this day and age, it would be like, sorry, bro. We need to see that you have uh-huh. a plane ticket. Even if it was a kid, they would, and then they get him on the plane and the stewardess is just like, do you see your family? And he goes, there's my dad up there. And she's like, okay, take your seat. It's like, he could have pointed to anybody. Also, the fact that there was an empty seat on that plane during Christmas time. During Christmas, going to New York City. To New York? 
unheard of. Unheard of. I never. Oh, and then Kevin arrives, and he really he's like, "Crap, I did it again." But smart kid, he goes to the Plaza Hotel. I mean, if you're a kid alone in New York, that's where I would go. Oh, that's where we're gonna go in 2024. We're gonna go, and then Tim Curry is also in this movie. He is so so great. A fun fact, it was apparently very, very cold when they filmed this. So cold, in fact, that the cameras froze when they were filming. Because, I mean, New York City gets real cold. I wonder how, I wonder if they like thawed out (laughs) or did they just break? Oh, thawed. I thought you meant thought. Like, did they think it, they thawed it out? Well, they clearly didn't because they froze. No, they froze. They should have hired someone to warm them up. Oh, that's nice. If only we, we could have been back those people. <laughs> we would have done that job. Just bundled up, heating camera. Oh. It was also the only Home Alone to feature real snow, probably because it was so cold. There was oh, a blizzard. True. Yeah, a blizzard hit the Home Alone 2 set before the shoot, providing more of the white stuff than anticipated. Now, like Rates mentioned, the movie actually did shoot at the plaza in a Central Park suite. The phone number given for the plaza was an actual working number. Yeah, you could, I, it was the plaza's number, wasn't it? I think so. I mean, at least that one, because you know how like in some movies they say a random number and then everyone calls it and it's just a random person. At least if people call this one, they are calling the plaza. Was, so I mean, it's basically free advertisement. Think of how many That's people. True. I would love to know when that came up, when this movie was released, how many more people tried to stay at the Plaza Hotel just because of this. Well, this blew my mind. Apparently, you can live like Kevin for a day in the real-life plaza. I don't know if this is still going on, but it says the New York Hotel offers a, quote, live like Kevin package that includes a complimentary ice cream sundae cart, a 25th anniversary backpack, and all of the Home Alone DVDs. Do you think it was just for the 25th anniversary then? I don't know. It just says you can live like Kevin for a day. It doesn't say for like this day. Then we it, need to we need to go right now. Oh my god! Right I now, a, I want an ice cream cart. Oh my god! When he's lounging on that bed, and the guy's like, I forget. The guy asks him something about the ice cream, and he's I think like the number of scoops, and he's like, I'm not driving. Yeah, <laughs> he's so cute. <laughs> Back to the real snow. So they had spent a lot of money for artificial snow, and then New York had a blizzard. They had a blizzard. I mean, they probably still use some of the artificial snow. Like, they could add more to areas where maybe it wasn't a lot. But Mm -hmm. um, you said speaking of snow, but now speaking of money, it's (laughs) they say at the end that it cost $967 for Kevin's room service bill. And if you ever wanted to know what he ordered... He ordered two chocolate cakes, six strawberry mousses with chocolate, vanilla and strawberry, ice cream topped with M&Ms, chocolate sprinkles, cherries, nuts, marshmallows, caramel syrup, chocolate syrup, strawberry syrup, whipped cream, and bananas, six custard flans, a pastry cart, eight strawberry tarts, and 36 chocolate-covered strawberries. Where did this all go? I mean, you can't pile all that back. He must have a great metabolism. God bless him. We mentioned... Obviously, they filmed at an airport. And it says online that the airport scenes were much more difficult to shoot than in the original Home Alone because the airport had to stay operational during the filming. I mean, there's a lot of people in that airport. 
And with Macaulay Culkin now being a celebrity because of the first Home Alone, they needed extra security due to the fans and the paparazzi look. If there's anyone who gets that right now, it's Grace because of her (laughs) commercial. (laughs) I have not stopped being recognized. (laughs) There's security sitting outside of our apartment. They're there right now. It's a whole thing. Um, So the scenes at O'Hare in Chicago, I've been to that airport many times. Uh, or twice, were filmed in February 1992 and kept their Christmas oh, decorations up for the occasion. Cora loves O'Hare. She loves O'Hare. If she there's loves, anyone that does, it's If there's cool. anyone that loves that airport. That would have been fun, though, Christmas decorations up in February. Also, February 1992 was the month and year I was born. Oh, wow. That's fun. Another filming location is obviously the McAllister's family home. Now, this is a real home. You can go see it. It is a 4,250 square foot, three-story Illinois mansion that Kevin's family lives in. And it was sold for $1.5 million in 2012. That's such a big house too. If that would have been out here, it would have been. I think I called you, I told you about this on the phone, but I saw these people's YouTube video and they seem to go to filming locations like we do, only like on a bigger we do, scale. Like we used to. We used to. We'll do it again. Um, and they went to the McAllister's house. So I was reading more about it. And apparently the family that lived there around the time that these movies came out, they were really nice and friendly because obviously people flocked to the house. They wanted to yeah. go and see it. And this family was really nice and friendly. They even put like a cardboard cutout of Kevin on like their front uh. porch apparently. Yeah, they were really nice, but I guess so. It does say that they sold the home. This, I guess maybe this was the last time, but in 2012, new movers went in. I can't, you know, verify if this is the same people, but whoever lives there now, I think apparently they are not very nice because in this uh. video, these guys they just went on the street. They did not enter the property. The current owners put up a, a fence. You can see right through it, but there's a fence around the property. And they stayed away. They were just taking photos outside and the owners turned the sprinklers on, on them. And you know, that was on purpose because it was raining that day. So they would have no reason to put their sprinklers on anyway. And the guys for this YouTube channel, when they got back in the car, they said they did try to reach out to the current owners of the house to kind of, you know, do the right thing and just let them know and maybe kind of ask their permission, but they never got back to them. So they went and they sit on a public street. You can't tell people to get off a public street, you know? No, if there's one thing we've looked up, it's how to make sure that we don't get arrested whenever we oh do our filming locations vlogs. Unre- kind of related, but next time I'm home, if I do fly into Chicago, I should drive by there and take a picture for our Yeah. Instagram. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember whenever it was listed for sale because it was listed everywhere in every article. It was like the home alone house is on the market. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I just think it's sucky that they're rude to people. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. There's also more than one Culkin in this movie. I think we might've talked about this for home alone, the original, mm. but Kevin's brother, Kieran is in this movie. You know him from Succession. I know. He's apparently great in that. And you guys, let's just not forget that the, the Culkins are good, good, good friends with um, Laura Bell Bundy. Whenever we interviewed her, oh. she called she called Macaulay Mac. I was listening to Armchair Experts and Natalie Portman was on. And they, I don't even know, I can't remember how they even got on this, but Dax asked her some sort of question that made Natalie talk about how 
her and Britney Spears were Laura Bell Bundy's understudy. And I was like, my mind was blown because we talked to Laura Bell Bundy about that. That's so funny. If you haven't heard, go listen to our episode with Laura Bell Bundy. It's such a good one. We should get Natalie Portman. Yeah, she's probably free. I'm sure. (laughs) Um, Okay, so if you watched, when did you do your reel on this? If you... if you go back and watch our Instagram ago. reels, yeah. Grace does one on Home Alone 2, and she talks about the pigeon lady. Now, the pigeon lady was based on the old bird woman from Mary Poppins, and then I'll, mm. let, Grace say, I'll let Grace say the fact that she said on our, on our reel. Oh, so at the end of the movie, there is like the pigeon attack scene. It's when Marv and Harry are running through Central Park with Kevin, and at this point, they are covered head to toe in everything, paint. Marv gets like oil, I think, as he puts mm-hmm. his head in the toilet. I mean, ha- Harry does that. I anyway, always get the first and the second confused with yeah. what happens to them. Well, this is after they leave um, the house where Kevin pulls all this mischief and all these pranks on them. So they are sticky, just completely mm-hmm. sticky. And they show up in the park. They don't know the pigeon lady's there and they're trying to shoot Kevin. And he's trying to shoot him and Marv's like, shoot her. He's like, I'm trying to shoot her. He can't because it's slipping. And the pigeon lady comes out and realizes it's Kevin. And she's like, Kevin, run. And then she throws a bunch of bird seed onto Harry and Marv. Now this was real bird seed and production released around 300 real pigeons. (laughs) I can't even fathom that. Like that is so many birds. And um, the actor Daniel Stern, who played Marv, came out and said that one of the pigeons flew into his mouth, which is Can just you like, imagine. <laughs> I mean, you guys, we all know what happened to Meredith Blake when the lizard went into her mouth. Uh, I can't even say this stuff out loud because it has got to be the most disturbing feeling. A pigeon? I, uh, oh, my gosh. No, I can't no, even no, think no, about no. it. I don't want to bring you down right now, Grace. What? But it says here that the um, Home Alone 2 experience at the hotel is not- um, It's not a thing anymore. A thing anymore. Maybe they, I mean, maybe they could bring it back like every year around Christmas time. That would be fun. Because I have to imagine they got a lot of people that wanted to do that. Or Let's just email the Plaza Hotel. Yeah, okay. Okay, we'll definitely do that. Now, the original working title of Home Alone 2 Lost in New York was Alone Again. What are your thoughts? I mean, I wouldn't have known any different if they chose that, but... It would have been fine. Yeah, I think it would have been fine. That's a lot better than some of the working titles whenever we research. Right, like this one's just called Home Alone 2. There's not really much to that, so I think it would have been fine. Because technically he's not home. Right, he's not. They should have called it Alone Again. Yeah. (laughs) Chris Columbus, can we talk to you about this, please? Chris. Please. So Catherine O'Hara is in this movie as Kevin's mom, uh, Moira. Moira from, I know she's becoming Moira Rose, but it's so funny. There was seems to be a lot of people that this holiday season made that connection, and I was like, "Y'all, how did you not know about Catherine like O'Hara the, before it, this?" It was like the first thing I realized whenever I started Schitt's Creek. Oh my god! Like the first thing. Um, so apparently, Catherine was worried that you know because she played the mom that her character didn't care enough. So she thought her character was, wasn't distraught enough at her son going missing for the second time. So they actually added extra scenes to show her concern more. 
I love the relationship she has with Kevin because yeah. everyone picks on Kevin McAllister in both of the movies. He's kind of like the outcast, black sheep, but he always has that relationship with his mom. And I love, I wonder, oh gosh, I wonder if this was something that they added. One of the best scenes in this movie is when Kevin's mom is running through the streets of New York asking random strangers if she's seen, if they've seen her son. And then she goes up to that police officer and she's like, my son is missing. And he goes, he basically is like, ma'am, let us do our job. Like, we're going to take care of this. And she kind of, she says like, do you have any kids? And he says, yeah. And she's like, if you were in my position, what would you be doing? And he was like, probably the exact same thing you are. And then she like dawns on her that maybe he's by the Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center. So I think that they did a really good job at showing her relationship with him. I think they did too. Yeah. One thing I never really put together was that Harry and Marv never know Kevin's name. Yeah, they call him the kid a lot. They call him the kid. It says that the only time that they could have ever found out what Kevin's name was when when they're with the pigeon lady and she yells, Kevin, run. That's the only time. That's a really smart... um, I guess like writing choice. I don't know because they so they easily could have just called him Kevin. But then if you really dug into it, how would they have known who he Uh was? It says that they had no opportunity because they only knew the names of his parents from the details in the first movie. Wow. I love that detail. And I mentioned this a little bit, but obviously this is a movie but the bandits would have been seriously injured in real life. <laughs> this is where I read that they would have had, um, at best, brain damage, at worst, death. There was a doctor that analyzed the effects of um, Kevin's stunts. Because you watch that and there's just no way. <laughs> there's just no way they would have made it through all of that. When that giant no. bar like comes down the stairs and smacks them in the face, oh my God. <laughs> They wouldn't have made it through. This one I've heard before. A lot of people might already might know of this fun fact, but that Joe Pesci treated Macaulay Culkin in a mean way on set. So I guess apparently Macaulay once asked Joe Pesci why he never smiled. And he reportedly told him to shut up, explaining later he, he as in Macaulay, is pampered by a lot of people, but not me. And I think he likes that. So I guess he realized like he was a little child star and a lot of people like fawned over him and he like, I'm not going to do this. That's fun. Yeah. A fun little cameo thing. Not anyone. I don't think that they're famous. But the flight attendant at the boarding gate where Kevin's family boards was also in the first movie, Home Alone. She played Santa's elf. Oh, that's cool. You know, a little. Yeah, that's fun that they brought her back. Well, if you had to choose between Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2, which one do you like better? (sighs) And why? I... I'm going to say Home Alone 2, and here's why. Okay. At my house, growing up, we got, you know how like when people used to actually buy DVDs? I remember one year we got a Christmas DVD set, and it was four different Christmas movies. And for some reason, it was Home Alone 2 in there, but not Home Alone 1. Mm. So Home Alone 2 was just always the one that we watched. Yeah. I feel like I watched Home Alone 2 a lot more than Home Alone as well. I know my older brother loved Home Alone, but I don't know. I just... Sorry. But I don't know. I know that I watched Home Alone 2 more. So I would definitely, definitely say that's my favorite. I've seen it a million times compared to the first. And I think it must be, I mean, they're both Christmassy. 
but something about, I think it's just, they're in New York. It's Uh, so quotable. And I'm sure that we could just probably tell that it was real snow and that had a big effect. A huge effect. We felt connected to it that way. (laughs) Well, I don't think there's anybody under the sun that has not seen Home Alone 2, but if you haven't, get yourself some hot cocoa, sit on the couch and watch Mm. Home Alone 2. Hey, watch Home Alone, then Home Alone 2. You will not regret it. Would never. They are both so, so, so good. Both the first three, I know that the third does not have Macaulay Culkin, but the first three are on Disney Plus right now. They put up a little Home Alone collection. So get on over there. Get on over there, check them out, and also get on over to our Instagram and give us a follow. We are at BTTP Podcast on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. You can, of course, just go to our website, www.bttpodcast.com. Everything is linked there. And make sure you're following us on Instagram, especially right now, because as David mentioned in the beginning, we are doing a 25 days of Christmas. And each day we're putting up a reel talking about one of our favorites, 90s to 2000s Christmas movies. You don't want to miss it. We're doing it on there and we're doing it on our TikTok at Back to the Best. That's right. How could I forget? TikTok, TikTok. (laughs) And thank you guys for listening to this episode, of course. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you're staying safe and healthy and just stay in the Christmas spirit because it really is going to help us all through all of this. Stay in the Christmas spirit and tune in next week for a very special episode. It's our last episode of 2020. Oh my God. I didn't even put that together. Because then it's going to be Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. It's our last episode of 2020. We will make it a good one. Don't you worry. We'll try not to sing the whole way through. No promises. We we love a Christmas song. (laughs) (laughs) But you guys, make sure you tune in next week where we are going to keep taking you Back to the best. Bye. I burped burped there. I'm going to leave it in. Okay. All right. You do that. (laughs) 